What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another hour of the Andy Slater Show on this Thursday, October 12th. We're almost halfway through the month. There's so much going on sports-wise. I feel like I've been saying that every day for the past 10 months throughout 2023. I come on here. I say hello. How are you doing? Actually, I never ask how you guys are doing, do I? Because it's not like you can respond to me and I'm going to hear it. I can say, hey, how's everyone doing? You're going to yell out in your car on 95. Hey, Slater, I'm doing great. Maybe I'll start to do that. I hope all of you are doing great. I know there's doom and gloom in the world, but we're not here to talk about that. I'm here to talk about sports and the football season. The Dolphins, the Canes, the Owls, the Golden Panthers. Or are they just the Panthers? They took away the golden part. It's like UM got rid of Golden, the coach, and then FIU got rid of Golden, part of the team name. In any event, I'm glad it's football season. I'm also glad the Canes don't have Al Golden anymore. Maybe one day we'll say that about Mario Cristobal. It's still hard to get over that whole not taking a knee thing. Yesterday after the show was over, because I know during the show I said I think I'm over it, but apparently I'm not. After the show was over yesterday, I went back to watch some clips. I went back to watch Mario's press conference from Monday, what he said on Tuesday, and I'm just like, oh my gosh. I actually was talking on the phone to Warren Sapp yesterday, and I'm not trying to name drop. I'm just being 100 with you. I was talking to Sap yesterday for like 25 minutes. Some of you might say that's 24 minutes too long. But Sap and I are are cool. And I should have brought him on the show earlier this week. I can't go back in time because I knew he probably would have gone off. He's all about the U. And I just asked him yesterday on the phone when it was just the two of us, So what did you think about? I couldn't even finish my sentence. And he was just going off, and rightfully so. There's no defense, and there's so many other things that happened in that game. But I don't want to get into that. I said yesterday I'm not going to do it anymore. I will try my best to to honor that. All I can do is try my best. And obviously within the first... Two and a half minutes of words coming out of my mouth this hour, I have failed. So I'll try it again uh, tomorrow. I'll just talk about what the Canes have coming up, what the Dolphins have in front of them. Not just right in front of them, but in front of them in like 10 days from now. So we got football action. We got NBA action. The season starts in two weeks. We just saw the uh, Heat in preseason action the other night for the first time. And this evening, it is opening night for the Florida Panthers. To me, it doesn't matter what sport we're talking about. When you have the first game of the season, the first time that fans get to see the team. Now, you're not going to see the Panthers in person unless you're already on your way to Minnesota or you're tuned in to the show right now from Minnesota, I mean, you got to be a 
pretty diehard Panthers fan that go to Minnesota for the opener, and I'm sure they'll have some fans there. But for the majority of you and for me as well, I will be watching them on television. And I love when we get to see a team for the first time in a game that counts in their season. Forget about all this preseason stuff. This one counts in the standings. The first game after the offseason, and I know in the Panthers' case, their offseason was much shorter than usual. It had nothing to do with COVID. It had to do with something good. The Florida Panthers played in the Stanley Cup final. So the offseason, it's short. Now we get our first look at them. The new Florida Panthers. I don't think a whole lot has changed, but it's our first look. The 2023-2024 Florida Panthers team. And hopefully it'll be a, a special one. We didn't know last season would be special. It certainly didn't look like it was going to be special during the regular season. It didn't even look like they would get in. They, they'd probably play 82 games and that was it. But they went to the Stanley Cup final. And I hope a lot of you savored that moment. I know I did. I said, I got to go to all their games. I got to go to Carolina. I got to go to Toronto. I got to go to Vegas. So tough to decide to go to Vegas. Vegas! Vegas, baby! Vegas! That is one city where you don't have to really try too hard to get me to go to. Hey, you want to go to Vegas? Man, let me think. About, okay, yeah. I'll go. Whether it's for a poker tournament, just to hang out in the sports book, just to go eat some good meals. I, I love going to Vegas, especially when it's not 115 degrees. And coming up here in November and December, great months, January, awesome months to go to Las Vegas. But I was there in June when it was hot and uh, went into their arena and watched those Stanley Cup final games. Thankfully, I wasn't there for the final one where the Golden Knights raised the Stanley Cup. The Panthers, though, they will be raising a banner. They should be raising a banner next week. They'll be back in Sunrise. They've got their home opener next week, and that should be a huge deal. The Eastern Conference champions, there should be a banner going up in the rafters. It's not the banner you're looking for, which is the Stanley Cup banner, but it's a big step. And they haven't been able to raise an Eastern Conference champion banner since their 1996 season. So maybe this will be the start of something. And if you saw my post on my X feed earlier today, the Florida Panthers, they now have a partnership with Publix. I'm a fan of Publix. That's where I do my food shopping. Not when I'm here in Medellin. That's where I'm doing the show from yet again today. I'll be back in South Florida on Monday. But when I'm in South Florida, I go to Publix. When I'm here in Medellin, I go to Caruja. 
a lot of you probably don't know Caruja or Exito, but those are the supermarkets here, at least the two big ones. Uh, back in Miami, I go to Publix, and a lot of us go to Publix. Maybe your allegiance is towards Winn-Dixie or Aldi or whatever else you got going on, the corner market. But I go to Publix, and a lot of people go to Publix, and the Florida Panthers now have Publix as their official supermarket. What does that mean for you? Well, according to the press release that I got, every Saturday home game in Sunrise is going to feature a free Publix tailgate which will have subs and snacks. A lot of people love public subs. So I see this and I say, wow, that, that's awesome, a tailgate. First of all, I thought tailgating was illegal in Sunrise, but in any event, whatever. A free public tailgate with subs and snacks. I said, fans are going to love this. This is awesome. You go there, you show up, you get public subs and snacks, and you have a good time before the game. But then I was reading it, and I said, wait a minute, what does it say here? It's for the first 20 fans. It says first come, first served. Up to 20 fans. Now, I don't work for Publix. I don't deal with Publix's finances. I don't work for the Florida Panthers. I don't deal with the Panthers' finances. I don't know... The numbers behind this deal with Publix. But what I do know is, if you're saying the first 20 people to show up can be part of this tailgate, 20 is is, is nothing. I, I mean, you're going to have like a mad rush every Saturday game to be part of this tailgate. It's only good for 20 fans? To me... And again, I'm not behind the promotion. I don't know the numbers. And I'm not trying to make this a bad thing. It's just odd. And when I posted this, it was pointed out by many people. To me, 20 fans is nowhere near enough. So either you don't do this at all or you open it up to like 200. But 20 fans is just so small. In any event, I guess you want to maybe get out there at 10 a.m. for a Saturday home game, get in line to be part of the 20-person Publix uh, tailgate with free subs and snacks. And I don't know if they're going to be the chicken tender subs or what's going to be on them. See, I I wouldn't do it because I'm too picky. If I'm going to get a Publix chicken tender sub, I'm going to get it with just the chicken tenders and cheese. Maybe some onions, but I'm not going to have any sauces on there. I'm not doing anything. Mayo, no, 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 none of that. So all these tailgates that I would show up to that are sponsored, they're going to be pre-made sandwiches, I'm sure, with all sorts of stuff on it. And I wouldn't want to even waste, I wouldn't want to waste being just one of those 20 people when I could let someone else in there who can eat a public sub with tomatoes and lettuce and pickles and I don't know what else you guys put on your subs, but 
I'm a plain person. I miss those subs from Philadelphia. The ones I had last week. Can't believe it was already last week. But gosh, those cheesesteaks were delicious. I thought about going to Sunday night football in 10 days from now. A great atmosphere, the Eagles and Dolphins, and get another cheesesteak from Angelo's. Oh, man, that was so, so, so good. Delicious. So I got hockey to discuss. I know you guys can't wait for me to break that down. But I, I do have some cool things to bring up and questions, of course. We got basketball. We got the Dolphins. We got the Canes. We got a lot. I got a lot on my mind right now especially here in Medellin where I'm doing the show and I've got these gorgeous views that I'm surrounded by. Talking about mountains. It's another cloudy day, though. This afternoon is pretty cloudy around here. Kind of goes in spurts. Sometimes it'll rain for four straight days. Not all day, but just for four consecutive days, you'll have rain. And then for three weeks, there's no rain at all but it's just always so beautiful regardless before i get into what i really want to discuss sports wise and there's a lot and before i go to any break i'm not going to a break yet so don't go anywhere the one place i do want you to go and i want you to come hang out with me next tuesday night less than a week away The Slater Scoops Poker Tournament, now with $20,000 guaranteed in the prize pool. It happens next Tuesday night, October 17th, at Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood. There in the poker room, I will be playing cards, and I hope to be playing cards with you and, of course, taking your chips. But the prize pool has been doubled. I've been doing the tournament at the Hard Rock since last December. Here we are in October. We've gone from $10,000 to $20,000. Instead of starting with 20,000 chips, you're going to start with 40,000 chips. The buy-in, that's the only thing that hasn't doubled. It's now $250, so it did not double. $250 buys you in. You could register until 9.30 p.m. on Tuesday night. The tournament starts at 6, but you could register until 9.30. You got no excuse about traffic or anything. You got plenty of time to get there. I hope to see you. Tuesday night, it's right around the corner. Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood in the poker room. $20,000 guaranteed in the prize pool for my tournament, the Slater Scoops Poker Tournament, inside the poker room at Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood. And I'll be doing the show that afternoon from inside the poker room as well. All right, where do I want to start? Do I want to start with the Dolphins? Do I want to start with the Heat? Do I want to start with the Canes? Do I want to start with the Panthers? I got so many different topics that I can start with. I guess I better figure it out pretty quickly, though, because the hour is set to officially begin. It's time to shuffle up and deal. When I was eating breakfast, I really thought to myself, where am I going to start? When I was just saying that, I wasn't making it up. It wasn't a joke. I, I'm really not sure 
where to start. Now, I know right now where I'm going to begin, but I was thinking about it because this week so far on this program is really a perfect example of why October on the sports calendar is amazing. On Monday, I came on the air and I started off with the University of Miami football team and their debacle against Georgia Tech. Tuesday, I came on here and I started off with the Miami Dolphins. Yesterday, I came on here and I started off with the Heat's preseason game and my observations from it. So I did Canes Monday to begin with, Dolphins Tuesday, the Miami Heat yesterday on a Wednesday, and here we are today on a Thursday. I'm going to start with hockey. The Florida Panthers are just a few hours away from getting their season started. And I am looking forward to it. Before I bring up the actual hockey, in terms of building hype for this season, in terms of all of you getting fired up about it, I'm a little disappointed. I'm not disappointed in you guys. I'm disappointed that the Panthers and their PR team, to me, from what I've seen, didn't do a whole lot to get people fired up and to alert them that the season begins tonight. For instance, if it were me and tomorrow somebody told me, hey, Andy, you're in charge of Panthers PR. I would have had a huge gathering sometime earlier this week in Fort Lauderdale or Brickle, somewhere cool. I would have had players there. I would have been like, hey, meet the defending Eastern Conference champions. We're holding a little rally celebration. We're getting everyone ready for the season. I would have done some big campaign getting people ready. And the reason I would have done that, it's because here's how I feel. If you hadn't tuned in to this show right now as you are, if you hadn't heard me talk about it a few days ago, the Panthers season beginning, would you know when and where the Panthers season begins? You may not have even known until I just brought it up. You may not have known that the Panther season starts tonight. And if you did, you may not have known that their season starts in Minnesota. And I mentioned that just a little bit ago. You may not have known that until I just said it. And that that kind of, it doesn't hurt me, but I'm just like... Why? Why hasn't this been made a big deal? The Heat make a huge deal of their season starting. The Dolphins were well aware of the NFL schedule. The Miami Marlins, they do plenty to get people ready for opening day. Opening day is a major deal. Opening night for a team in hockey, is it a major deal? It's not. It's not like opening day in baseball or the first week of the NFL season, but that's all the more reason why it needs to be blown up. And here's the other thing. The whole we got to the Stanley Cup final momentum, that's got an expiration date. 
In the offseason, the Panthers can ride that. But two weeks into the new season, let's say the Panthers get off to a slow start. You think anyone's going to be talking about last year? You think they're going to be talking about what happened in June? The beginning of last season, what happened into 2023? I don't think so. And to Matthew Kachuk's credit, I did hear a clip where he said, look, last year was great. We gained some experience, but we don't talk about that anymore. And he's right. Look, it's a new year and it's a new team. Let's see what the Florida Panthers can do. I'm with him on that. Now, I hope for the Florida Panthers' sake that Matthew Kachuk can spread that mentality of, hey, last year was super fun. We need to prove ourselves all over again and really go out there and show people that they are a good hockey club. I I really hope that happens. I don't want to have the whole games in hand conversation in March and into April. It's funny because we got four South Florida teams with the exact same issue. They're not defending anything. It's a new season and everyone starts from scratch. The Heat have that issue. The FAU basketball team has that issue. The Hurricanes basketball team has that issue. And the Florida Panthers have that issue. Winning is great. Having a dream season is fantastic. But do these teams want to flash where you show everyone, hey, we had a great year, but then the next season you're going to fall on your face? Or do you want to back that dream season up with something that becomes sustainable, something long-term? Now, I don't think these teams, including the Panthers, need to totally wipe away their memories, their really good memories from 2023, I think it's valuable. It can be confidence building. But you got to take that confidence, which you've earned. It's all based on what you accomplished. You know as a team you can do great things. You got to take that and at the same time remember the process it took to get there. Because that process is now the bare minimum that all of these teams will have to do in order to contend again. And all of them are going to share another disadvantage, which is the element of surprise. Nobody saw the Miami Heat as a playing team that would get all the way to the NBA Finals and plow through Milwaukee and the Knicks and then the Celtics. Nobody thought that. Nobody thought the Florida Panthers would ruin the Boston Bruins season. Boston had this historically great season The Panthers got through them in the first round. And with the college basketball teams, it's the same deal. No one saw Miami or FAU as a real threat. And they most certainly were. I want to have this conversation in a little more detail. And a lot of it, to me, has to do with what's gone on in the Eastern Conference in the NBA. I'll get to that discussion in just a moment. What you guys should be getting to is Dean's Gold, the ultimate gentleman's club, and you'll be surrounded by gorgeous. You want to watch the football game tonight? 
it could turn into a blowout. You will not be bored, though, I promise you, because during every commercial break, during every timeout, you will be entertained by beautiful women at Dean's Gold, the ultimate gentleman's club. Heck, you could have your own halftime show at Dean's Gold. You could go to Dean's Gold tonight. You could watch the football game there. They got tons of televisions. Or you can go to Dean's Gold any night you want or even early morning. That's because Dean's Gold is open every single day from 8 p.m. all the way until 6 a.m. Dean's Gold, the ultimate gentleman's club, is located on the northeast corner of Northeast 163rd Street and Biscayne Boulevard. That's in North Miami Beach. Surround yourself with gorgeous ladies who come from all over the world. There's only one place in South Florida you could do that. Only one building. And you could watch the game there tonight. It is the ultimate gentleman's club. Dean's Gold. I was just talking about how our South Florida teams were successful last season. And they snuck up on people. Nobody expected them to do anything. The Miami Heat, they snuck up on Milwaukee. They snuck up on everybody in the NBA except for the Denver Nuggets. The Florida Panthers, same deal. They snuck up on everybody except for the Vegas Golden Knights. FAU and the University of Miami basketball teams, who expected them to be in the Final Four? Like, realistically, nobody expected that. Now, what's going to happen? I've noticed something. Every team that we've got that was successful, they are now going to be the hunted. And I've got an example. Let me start with the NBA. The Boston Celtics, what did they just do? They got rid of Marcus Smart, and they brought in Drew Holiday and Porzingis. You know the real reason why they did that? Because what they had, it was not good enough to beat the Miami Heat. And if you're the Boston Celtics, that's where your goal begins. We could not beat the Miami Heat. They're the ones that took us out. So going into next season, we need to figure out how we're going to beat them. That's our goal. If we can beat them, we can go to the NBA Finals. Damian Lillard, he wanted to go to Miami, but apparently when he was kind of seeing that nothing was happening, he told Portland, or one of his people told Portland, I'll be okay with going to Milwaukee to play with Giannis. You take a look at the Milwaukee Bucks organization. The Milwaukee Bucks know that they needed more to be able to go to the NBA Finals. Dame and Giannis know that them pairing up will help them. It'll give them the best ability to beat the Miami Heat. That's really how I view this. The trend is when a team has a run, just like the Heat Panthers and our FAU and UM basketball teams did. When that happens, you're no longer under the radar. Every single night, 
you are going to get your opponent's best shot. It'll happen with the Heat. It'll happen with the Panthers. It'll happen with the Owls. It'll happen with the Canes. The Panthers season begins tonight in Minnesota. Every single time the Panthers step on the ice, the team against them knows they're facing the defending Eastern Conference champions. And that suddenly makes the Florida Panthers, like tonight, a team of national interest. They were just in the Stanley Cup final. Every team that I've mentioned here, they did really well with a lot of doubt. Others were saying, there's no way they can do this. But they did. They were successful. Now, how are you going to handle your past season success? I remember what the UM Hoops team did, and I thought it was brilliant. Their whole campaign for March Madness was don't pick us. Right before March Madness started, they created this us against the world mentality, which is good. But what happens when people start to pick a team like that? Does it lose its edge or does that inspire more great play? I know it's counterintuitive, but having everyone sing the praises of a team before they've even played a game, it seems kind of silly. And as humans, it's hard not to get up in what Nick Saban of all people, uh, but what he called rat poison. Believing your own hype. How do you take that confidence but still respect the game enough to not get ahead of yourself? Look at what's going on in baseball. I'm sure the Braves had a ton of confidence. I'm sure the Dodgers had a ton of confidence. They got bye weeks. The Dodgers are done, and the Braves are on the brink of being done. So how do you just not let that confidence and everybody talking about you because you're doing so well, how do they not how do you not let that affect you? Baseball may not be the best example and I'll get into a little baseball talk shortly cuz there may need to be some changes there. But when it comes to the Florida Panthers who begin their season tonight and the Miami Heat who will be starting their season very shortly, both of them were 8 seeds. Both of them were giant killers, but I think it'll be more fun this season if we saw a more consistent team all year long instead of, oh gosh, are we going to make it? Because both of those teams, like, were we going to make it? It worked out great. They made it and they went to their respective championship games. But reality is, when you're an eight seed, you got to travel more. You got more games on the road, which leads to more travel. And all of that makes winning a championship that much more difficult. You're never going to have that home advantage in a series. So hopefully the one change that both the Panthers and Heat will have this season is that they'll get a higher seed, maybe a top four seed. You get some more home games come playoff time. You take away a lot of that road time. 
being on the road and having the other team have that home advantage in every single series, it's not ideal. Especially when you're trying to win the whole thing. It's great upsetting a team on the road, but you want that home advantage. You want the home ice. You want the home court. You want the home field. The Dolphins are working their way towards that, which is unbelievable to even say, but it's true. The Dolphins, they've got some hard work ahead of them. Not this Sunday, but right after that, it's not going to be easy. I want to get into a Dolphins discussion, and I'll do that in just a moment. What you guys can discuss in person at Goldstream Park is how you're wagering 10 or 20 cents and possibly making thousands of dollars. Or you could say, hey, I like the way that horse looks, or I like that number, or I like that name. Here's what I like about Goldstream Park. Their trackside restaurant, 10 Palms. When I go out to Goldstream Park, that is where I go directly to 10 Palms. I get myself a table, have a fantastic meal. I watch the races live right in front of me, an incredible view. And, of course, I make some wagers as well. You could go to Goldstream Park any single week you want right now. They've got live racing all the time at Goldstream Park. For the entire racing schedule, visit GulfstreamPark.com. And if you can't make it out to Gulfstream Park on a live race day, you could always wager from wherever you are. It is completely legal to do in the state of Florida. Just make sure you've got the First Bet app. The First Bet app, easy to download on your phone. The First Bet app is the official wagering app of Gulfstream Park. So the Miami Dolphins got the Carolina Panthers on Sunday, and there's really no reason to break this game down. The Dolphins should win handily. It shouldn't be a problem. We're not going to be looking at what we saw last Saturday at Hard Rock Stadium where we had a team who was a three-touchdown favorite and lost because they didn't take a knee at the end of the game. The Dolphins are not a three-touchdown favorite, but it's about two TDs. And then you can include the extra point, whatever you want. People get technical. What's amazing to me, what happened here at running back where Devon Achan, he goes on the IR, which is not ideal. He's going to miss at least four games including the Sunday night game in Philadelphia, which is 10 days away, which could be the best game of the season. It'll be either that or the game in Germany against the Chiefs, which he'll also miss. But to lose Devon Achan, and then on the same day, the team gets Jeff Wilson Jr. back. It's amazing how that worked out. Now, Jeff Wilson Jr. is a speedster. He's a Mike McDaniel guy from his 49ers days. How much of a drop-off will he be from what we've seen from Devon Achan? You would think it's going to be a pretty significant drop-off, but then again, what running back would you plug in there right now and say, 
okay, we're not going to have a drop-off. The way Devon Achan performed, you're going to have a drop-off, you would think, with any running back. Maybe. I don't know. I'm just saying maybe because Jeff Wilson Jr. has got speed. Maybe he comes back and he's doing things just like Devon Achan was. I'm just saying you, you, you don't know. Who would have thought Devon Achan would have done what he's done the past few weeks? Not me. I don't think anybody. Heck, I don't even know about Mike McDaniel. I know he liked Devon Achan, but did he think he'd be doing what he's done? Achan has been sensational. But at least the Dolphins are lucky enough to get a guy back with a similar skill set right away when you lose one dude, here you've got another. They're very lucky in that aspect. Sure, there's no luck in losing A-Chan, but to have that depth at running back, it's very important, and I think we're going to see the importance of it. Now, you know here on this show I talk South Florida sports. I'm big about keeping this program to South Florida. The station here, they carry the FAU Owls. I always talk a lot about the University of Miami football team. But there's another team, and they just played last night. That would be FIU. I'm not going to break down FIU football. None of us would even understand it, and I and not even capable of doing it. But we did have a Wednesday night football game, in case you didn't know. Football is football. They were the only game in town. They had a game last night on ESPN2. FIU, their head coach, Mike McIntyre, this is an opportunity for him to do a little recruiting. You, You do recruiting by showing yourself on television when you're the only football game on. Say, hey, I know we're a smaller school, but we were just on national TV. We were rocking our vice look, which was awesome. It's smart to take a space that no one else has. It's exclusively for you. Now, what are you going to do with that space? It was at home. It was right there off the turnpike. They're wearing their great new Vice jerseys. The field was painted for the Vice theme. They put a ton of stuff on social media promoting the game. They had a lot going on at FIU. But not everything went well. First of all, they lost. That's not good. You have a stage like that and you lose to a one-win team? Definitely not good. And then secondly, it didn't feel like there were a lot of people in the stadium. So you're a small school. You're not exactly a football powerhouse. You get an ESPN2 game, and you play like that. It's kind of a bummer. You know the famous line in Field of Dreams? If you build it, he will come. I must say, I don't think that happened for FIU. They clearly built it. They had cool jerseys. They got a cool field. They had national exposure, and with all that, I wish it would have gone better. That that would be really cool. I would love for 
all of our teams in South Florida to do well. But in this case, last night on national television, it was more like F.I. You blew it! Let's hope at least we'll have some positive when it comes to Miami football because FIU is in Miami. We'll have positive on Saturday. Let's hope the Canes can move on from the Georgia Tech game. There's that old expression when you have a a rough game or you make a mistake, you don't want to let it beat you twice. You don't want to let that Georgia Tech team beat you twice. UNC's no joke. They're 5-0, top 15 team. This is their moment. Just like FIU had their moment last night on national television, UNC, this is theirs. They're undefeated. Chapel Hill, it's going to be packed. It's going to be jumping. It's a huge spotlight for UNC football. ABC prime time. I want to see how the Canes are going to go up against that and at the same time be able to bounce back from what happened this past Saturday. Look, all of us need to bounce back sometimes, especially when it involves your money. That's why I want you to contact Trajan Wealth. If you're thinking about retiring anytime soon, or maybe you're thinking there's no way you can retire anytime soon, Trajan Wealth will show you there is a way, and they're local. They're located in Palm Beach. Trajan Wealth will help you design a plan based around your goals. You may have gone on a lot of trips this summer. You want to go on more trips. You may have the ability to do that. It'll cost you nothing to set up a meeting with Trajan Wealth. Visit their site, trajanwealth.com. That's trajanwealth.com. Or call them at 561-390-1000. Advisory services are offered through Trajan Wealth LLC, an SEC registered investment advisor, and this is a paid advertisement. The Marlins have been out for about a week, but I've still been watching the Major League Baseball postseason. We saw Baltimore get swept. The Dodgers just got swept. The Braves are on the ropes. Is there any advantage to winning the division? Is Major League Baseball going to do something? The Players Union going to do something? Hey, maybe this will work to the Marlins' advantage. Maybe the Marlins can win the NL East next season because the Braves and Phillies will be trying to get wildcard spots. This way, they can just continue to play all the time and not have time off. <laughs> Halfway joking about that. All right, that's all the time I got for this Thursday. We'll do it again tomorrow on a Friday. For now, I'm Andy Slater, and I'll see you later.